Well, welcome to another edition of the podcast. And actually, it's our first edition and uh, first full edition. And we're uh, really happy that you've joined us here today. Uh, of course, I'm Steve Hollis and uh, Eddie Hammond's with us. And it's good to, uh, to be able to just sit here and to chat with each other. Um, before we get started, I just want to say a word of prayer over this podcast that the Lord will lead the way. How about that? Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for what you're doing in each of our lives, and we just pray that as we go about um, talking about your business and talking about your word, that you would have your way in our answers and uh, our questions that that we ask and the way we uh, need to kind of address some uh, important discussion uh, about our community and about the believers and about those that we come in contact with on a regular daily basis and our own lives so we just ask, Father, that you would lead the way. Holy Spirit, just give us guidance and wisdom and direction as we uh, lead this podcast now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, uh, your last week, um, last weekend's sermon was, um, can't always get what you want. Is that right? Is that can't always do what you want. Can't always do what you want. And um, it, was a, it was a great message. Again, you're going through Corinthians. You're doing a great job. I want to say that again. And um, it's, it's really interesting. As I was listening to it, again, just kind of getting ready for this podcast, I, um, one of the, the last things that you did was you had a reference to uh, a Tony Evans video clip. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about the elephants with these chains. And a lot of times they're not, uh, they're just chains that are Holding this big, powerful beast. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to hold them, but they've been trained to do it, to it. Yeah. Uh, since they were baby elephants. And they think that they're, they're being just held in one spot. And it was such a neat story uh, to talk about the chains that we have in our lives, that it's amazing as we as believers have these chains around us and we don't let the power of God go go through and, and to uh, to develop in us the way that we're doing. And in fact, the way he was saying is these are performing. They were just there for performance, but didn't recognize their power. Right. So talk a little bit. Of, I know I'm kind of going backwards and starting with that first, but just say a little bit about those chains um, that that you've seen in this world and, and around Sullivan. And what, what have you come? Can you talk well, a little I, more about I that? I think the, those chains are self-imposed. We put them on ourselves. And it's uh, it's kind of how we're conditioned, and, but the point is, um, and going back to that message, and one of the points that Paul was making is is in this freedom and this liberty that we have, we are allowed to do things, but some of the things aren't beneficial to us, mm-hmm. and if we're not careful, they they can come in become an addiction or a habit, and that is a a chain in our life that takes up part too much of our life sometimes mm-hmm. actually, and it's the point that. You know, I think about uh, we don't have power, and, and I think a lot of times in the believer's life, it goes back to, to us not spending time with God. Mm-hmm. We don't pray. We don't. We don't. We're not in the Word like we should. If we can keep our souls alive in Christ, we, we can sense that power. But because of, of selfishness, you can. You know, there's a whole list of, of change that can be in our life, self-centeredness, whatever. That we always come first before God, and that that holds us back actually, and that and that can rob us of, of any kind of power. Mm-hmm. And when we come to church, because we haven't been living for Christ all week, or, or hit and miss, 
we don't we don't sense that power. Right. If we, we're just waiting as far as performers to to whoever's doing what is going on up front in our lives, and we don't. We should bring things to worship. So we, we don't this, come to get. We we should yeah. we should bring ourselves and offer them a sacrifice to God. Yeah, yeah. What how it happens during the week needs to be the same as what people see on Sunday. Yeah. And in really noticing that, actually, uh, Barna did a, some research, and the the top five things in America, I think that Americans uh, struggle with, actually, and I think when I mention Americans, I'm saying believers and non-believers alike, mm-hmm. because I think I think we we put us we we put all that together. Uh, here here are the things when I think about chains and things that hold us down and things that we can worry about or think about uh, upcoming in the future in a few weeks in chapter eight. Paul gets in, in into this um, uh, sacrificing meat to idols, and I'm not going to get into that today because it needs to be explained. But I'll be able to explain that actually. But what are what are those hot topics? I call them hot topics, but you could almost call them chains in America um, that that we have in our life that that will keep us chained to that stake like that like that elephant and not let us sense the full power in God. And and the the first one he found in that in that research was was the whole point about whether to drink wine or beer with supper mm. and if that's okay if it's a, if it's an all right thing. All right. Well. You carry that to the degree it can get into a problem. The the, the second thing the the six this was sixty percent of Americans overeating was, hmm. was one of the one of the issues. Okay. The third one was social media, having that to be too much a part of our lives and governing us and leading us along. Electronics, uh, four with procrastination, not not doing what we say we're going to do actually and putting mm-hmm. stuff off, and then. Uh, which goes into laziness, and then in the right. last one was anxiety and worry. Sixty huh. percent of Americans That's are attacked and and held captive, so to speak, by anxiety and worry. Hmm. And you think about a chain. I mean, being chained to that—that's sixty. Let's say sixty percent of your time is spent on anxiety and worry. There's not. There's no time for anything else because you're always concerned about everything. Right. And his fellow believers were, were to... Paul said, no, right. do not be anxious right. about anything. Any? Exactly. Well, your question to be no no to God, you know. Right. So. Yeah, and it, and it is hard to to change that mindset. And it starts when we're young. It starts as uh, we get concerned or worried about something that that is imposed upon us at times. Sometimes we've imposed it upon ourselves through uh, uh, certain anxieties or insecurities. Yeah. And... Uh, and, and Jesus uh, and, and the Word of God says, cast your cares on me. Trust me. Depend upon me. Yeah. Cast your worries on me. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Exactly. Yeah. If anything if anything should have a chain on it, it should be our old nature, but it's allowed to run <laughs> helter-skelter sometimes and <laughs> runs free. That's the yeah. one that should be chained to a yeah. short leash. Right. That, and the only way we can do that is uh, our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Everything we talk about t- now till Christ comes or God takes us home, it all comes back to how much time we spend with Jesus. Amen. That's what it, that's everything, everything in our life stems from that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. How much power we have, what, if we're using our gifts that God has given us, it all comes back to this one issue of giving God time every day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I, I, I think that. I just kind of want to just highlight that a little bit um, about spending time with God every day. Um, 
I think that maybe sometimes um, believers in Christ, um, whether you've been um, have accepted Jesus a long time ago or whether you're a new believer, um, there's a certain uh, self-imposed thought that we have sometimes that um, says. Man, I've got to do. I've got to read a book of the Bible a day, or I've got to read a chapter, or I've got to whatever you've self-imposed to spend time with God, to spend mm-hmm. that good quality time with God. And Satan uses it as one of those areas to buck up against. Well, if I can't meet that standard, then I, I I'm worthless. I, I'm worthless. I just can't do it. And God's saying, Look, I just need you. I just want your time. I, if it's spending that time and setting a point where you're driving to work, even if it's three blocks away, mm-hmm. and you've set that off or uh, starting off that way, or or whether you're you're appropriating, you're disciplining yourself to say, "I'm a child of God. I'm going to touch base mm-hmm. with my Father, and this is what it's going to look like." And you can grow in that development, but it's so important, just like you said. And when you say the power of God in us. The power that that we're not letting being used. Mm-hmm. It's the power of God in us to do the great things that He would have us in store or, or has in store for mm-hmm. us to do. So the gifts and the abilities, the talents that that are are developing in us or maybe natural to us that are uh, empowering the kingdom growth around the city, around uh, our community, in our family. In every sphere of influence. That's That's right. right. We talk about that a lot here, about spheres of influence, but I can't reiterate strongly enough how much impact that when you look out on Sunday morning and all the people that are here and all the people that's going to hear this podcast, how much power they really have, Mm -hmm. how much impact they can have on this world. But just in, can you imagine how many people that, let's say, Let's say there were 325 people at Crossroads, Crossroads last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not counting kids, at, at adults, but how many people they'll be in contact with that whole week? It's thousands. Right. It'd, be, it'd be in the thousands, I would assume. Right. Of all the people that we work with, we go to school with, that we live with, and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. We, we are in touch with humanity. It's, yeah, it's staggering almost it, to think about. Yeah, it is. It, it trickles to one to the other, and... We effectively, we have effect on, on very, right. quite a few people, that's for sure. Uh, I, I think sometimes we get in such a small bubble with ourselves that we think, oh, well, that doesn't matter. Well, and it goes back to what I said a few weeks ago when we read that list. We, we need to go over that every day, who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. We need to have that list. I ought to get that list out there that... Yeah, we, should, we could make a copy and put that on that, the website that, or something. That, that you, we need to say that every day because it gives us self-confidence. hmm I am this because am, of Christ. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, God has uh, planned. He has purposed our lives, and and uh, in going through with the processes of our lives in Christ, yeah. it is. It's amazing to think of the potential. The amazing. Potential. Gosh, well, you know, that's what I say. I, yeah. I've said this a thousand times. As you look out over the. Uh, the family of God, the, the, the aura potential just hangs in the, over over us. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is so. amazing. Well, um, you know the uh, the chains that are uh, there's there's a lot of different 
types of chains, and there are some even that Satan uses to really deceive us, um, to lie to us, like, oh, that's not a chain. And um, I was kind of wondering, and did you, I kind of shot these questions to you, um, so it's not all just uh, um, off the top of your head, but um, what do you see as some of those areas in which Satan tries to trick us with some of these these lies and and certain things in the church and and do we have chains in the church and I think the answer is yes on that well yeah and it, it goes back to that that song I am who you say I am yeah oh, the, it, it goes back, and that's yeah. what that's one of Satan's biggest ploys is tell us how worthless we are because mm-hmm. we're not perfect mm-hmm. and every time like you said if we we go a day or two and we don't read or pray like we should. He's saying, yeah, you're a loser. Right. And that's, that's one of the biggest things he tells us, that yeah. God's disappointed in you. You, right. know, you, you, can't be, you can't be a follower of Christ. Look how you act. Look, look how you live. Look at, the, right. look at the, some of the thoughts that go through your mind every day. If, you're, if you was a believer in Christ, those wouldn't be there. So you, right. you're really not his kid at all. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know how often that comes up. Is to, and that's why that list of, who I am in Christ, we need mm-hmm. because that's that's one of His biggest tools is that, mm-hmm. and another thing is believing that uh, we can rationalize things away and God will forgive us. That's huge, right? Right. Oh, go ahead, you, it'll be all right. God will forgive you, but He doesn't. Satan doesn't paint or outline or describe all the consequences that we create mm-hmm. when we get outside the boundaries. There's danger outside the boundaries. Right. Yeah, He'll forgive you and you can come back in, but. All that damage you've done out there, you're not getting out of it, whatever that might be, whether it's your family or to yourself or to your witness. That's not going to be erased. It's out there. And, and you've mentioned this many times. I, I was thinking about this, too. You've, you've mentioned the, the mud hole, the mud pit. Going back to like the pig, going right? Back to mud. You know, many, many times in, in he past makes the mud look real inviting. He really does, and and we have a tendency for those rationalizations to get so close to that mud pit that mm-hmm. that we can't control the fact that we're slipping and sliding into that. And the temptations are, when we rationalize, we find that that just adds grease to and, that slope that goes towards that mud pit. And and we want people to not hold us accountable, but we. We want people to go along with our rationalization to give us a stamp of approval. It's yeah. like I said, ministry. All the people's come to me wanting me to put a stamp. If because if they could get pastor to say it's okay, it's okay. Right. That, hey, well, my word. It, it it's not my word. It's, right. it's God's word that matters. Yeah. You know, I've heard, I've heard every rationalization and excuse in the world that people's wanting to use to sin or to get out of it. Right. But well, one way. of the things we've been discussing in the last, oh, I'd say, you know two months is uh, the black and white truth here in America and things that that it's just going down and down and down about the black and white it's becoming no it's not even gray anymore it's like yellow <laughs> there's too much information half truths oh yeah is the problem yeah. and we've said this before about uh, I love the truth but I think it I think the truth ought to be across the board for everybody mm-hmm that if you're going to pick, uh, let's say, even in the world of politics, if you're going to pick a candidate, I, I do believe that you should uh, tell both sides of the story mm-hmm. about their, you know, and, and that's what's they're only picking one side. Mm-hmm. They're not telling the, they're not telling the whole truth, so yeah. to speak. And yeah. 
but that's and it's this is the world in which we live and yes. we we're in it we're immersed up to our necks in this world and we have to learn to live in it and still try to stay somewhat clean if you will right. stay out of the mud because that's another thing about our witness because we get in the mud people outside the church can't see the mud on us if we're <laughs> they say what are you doing mud on you i thought you were supposed to be a believer what are you doing doing that you know mm-hmm. so that's huge well and it brought up something i was um thinking about too and i wrote down real quick boundaries in our lives you know sometimes we're we're rubbing shoulders uh, with fellow believers at work and um, maybe they go to a different church or maybe they go to uh, crossroads or uh, same churches and and you you're mentioning the the very fact that i first wrote down permissiveness uh, and then i wrote down boundaries and i believe that as fellow believers if we don't set those boundaries if we just allow that to get pushed, that line in the sand, so to speak, that it gets pushed a little further away and a little further away mm-hmm. from from the line you know, the, of truth or, or where that should be, that relationship should be, and helping each other through accountability or, or whatever the case, if we don't have those boundaries or even those important talks sometimes, you know, around the watering hole, so to speak, around the, right. the you know, right. uh, uh, that small talk becomes far from where we need to be talking. If, if, if we don't adjust our conversations and pull that person aside and, and maybe even ask for forgiveness at times um, to say, you know, I've, I've crossed the line. I pushed the boundary. Mm-hmm. I, I should never have been that way. I shouldn't have talked that way. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have spoke about right. someone I mean, that's a huge one, right? Gossip? Yeah, yeah gossip yeah. is. You know, I shouldn't have said that about this person. And so to relate to some of those things that we have done and keep ourselves accountable, but not only that, the other person, I think that that would help us grow right. and to develop as Christians and fellow believers, that's for sure. Was there anything else that um, you were thinking about as far as this last Sunday, December 9th, 2018, uh, that we're talking about right now. Well, and I'll, I'll go back to reading that, that chapter six of six of First Corinthians, verse verse twelve. You may say I'm allowed to do anything, but I reply, not everything is good for you. And even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. Mm-hmm. That's the chain. That's a that's when we we get to the end of that and we pull it and. Uh, we don't feel God's power anymore and something's holding us back. That's, we've become a slave to it. And that's what Paul said not to do. Actually. That's, that's, uh, that's it. And that's, that's great stuff. Um, you know what? I I was kind of thinking through this podcast thing and, and starting it off with prayer and then maybe ending our talk about that particular sermon with you praying over it one more time. I think it'd be great uh, as people have listened to this and then we'll, Uh, mention a few things about this next coming Sunday. Lord, we love you, and we do thank you for your word. And we hear it, and hopefully we digest it, and we take it in our minds and our hearts, and we ponder it, and really uh, try to apply it to ourselves. I know it's easier to look at other people, but that's not the point. The point is is we're trying to, to mature in you, Lord, and grow in you. So I just pray, Father, that 
uh, you just take this message and not let it dissolve away from our minds and our hearts, but we might, we might hold it close and we might really uh, try to apply it to ourselves. I, we love you, Lord. We give you praise and glory. And I just thank you for uh, the folks, Lord. I love them and ask that you touch them. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, Eddie, um, what do we got coming up this next week? Um, we're going. We're moving on in uh, in First Corinthians. Uh, we're still in chapter six, verses twelve through twenty. Um, Paul goes back. It's interesting that the whole sexual issue was what, such an issue in Corinth. But mm. he'll he'll get off of it for a while, and then he goes back. So here in the la- <laughs> the last part of chapter six, he goes back to it, and he gives us this great warning. I know there's a lot of warnings in life that we have, but. Of all the warnings that the scripture gives us, I'd say this was pretty much the top of the list. He says in in chapter 6, verse 18, Run away from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Hmm. And in uh, the title of the message again is, What are you giving God for Christmas? And that's what he wants. He wants our bodies. He wants more than just our minds. He, he wants our whole body because we honor God with this body. Mm-hmm. And we sit, live in such a world today where there's so many mixed messages on what sex is and what it means and who should be doing it and whatever. And it's mm-hmm. such a drive that God has put in us that we have to deal with it. All it's, humans are affected. Yeah. It's, a, it's almost become such a throwaway, hasn't it? I mean, it's not. it's a throwaway type of thing. Like, oh, well, this one night stand. Well, here's, here's, here's my call on it that... It's Matter become much. not sacred anymore. Yeah, that's right. And God, it's it's one of the most sacred things that God gives us as humans because it's the only, it's the only place where a soul touches another soul. Yeah, that that's why, that's what happens when we cheapen it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I get on a soapbox here and go on and on, but, but that's, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. Sunday. I see. That's awesome. Well, I tell you, we're going to wrap it up, and uh, it's been a great time to to just talk with you to talk more in depth about the last message that that you've had and um uh, again i've really enjoyed this uh, getting prepared for this first one and uh, i know that we're going to enjoy the ones in the future so amen, amen. yep it's kind of our right. sort of uh, midweek service in yeah. a sense uh, yeah. a little bit and i hope people will start to use this yeah all right me too well eddie uh until next time i'll all see right. you bye Well, that's a wrap for our first full podcast, Crossroads Community Church here in Sullivan, Indiana. If you'd like to join us every week, you can come by the website and look under the podcast tab, and we'll be right there to be able to to listen to. Also, we are trying to set it up with iTunes to subscribe there as well, and it should be under Crossroads 98. Hey, we'll talk to you later, and until then, have a great day great week in Christ. We'll see you.